Welcome back to the newest episode of the Double Dribbling Podcast. I am Lennox Stewart, your co-host, with my co-host, the co-host, Austin Roosh. Um, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Knox Lots, and he is at that sports guy 79 um, Before we start, I wanted to say uh, you can shout us out on Twitter. We talk rumors. We talk news. We talk coaching a lot because that's all that's pretty much happening in the offseason so far. And yeah, so that is what we do. Today, we have a ton, 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 ton of rumors to go around. <laughs> some ridiculous, some not. Um, yeah, just a whole a whole bunch of stuff. Um, some coaching movement. Uh, we have, um, they did have the meeting about the season. And we know it's going to start on the 22nd. We know there's going to be Christmas Day games. Uh, people are speculating about the games that are going to be played. We'll talk about that. Um, they're also doing a thing where they have some arenas have suites. Uh, and we'll talk about that. And me and your boy Austin are planning on getting a suite, which would be cool. Uh, and yeah, we, we, got a, we got a ton of rumors to talk about. So let's, let's get to it. Alrighty. Um, Trying to I, take a nice road trip down Riverville. It's going to be a <laughs> down long to we got to jog on down to Rumorville. Okay. Um, I want to talk the biggest, the big two, which is Westbrook and Harden. One has been talking about going to the Clippers or the Knicks. And I saw something on Twitter that said uh, the Clippers are just chucking up a um, bunch of bricks um, come next offseason if they sign Westbrook in crunch time, which I think is hilarious. And it's very true. Um, so, yeah. Clippers and Knicks, do you think he will leave? And if he does, where do you think he'll go? See, I think it's more realistic for him to go to the Knicks hmm. rather than the Clippers. Yeah. Unless, like I'm just saying, the Clippers will probably – they would have to trade Paul George. Mm -hmm. They don't have picks to trade, so they have to trade more players. Yeah. Or Westbrook just to basically replace another – player who can't shoot true i don't true, know why true. the clippers would do that well it's it's kind of a weird situation because westbrook is very um toxic and he needs like this feeling of leading a team to to be good and um mm -hmm. i don't think he'll work in a situation like we've seen this past season where he's teamed up with another star another two stars i don't think you can create a big three around him because of how polarizing he is when he plays or um yeah just how he is as a player i don't think it's gonna work anywhere besides if he goes and does his own thing and uh yeah i, I wanted to ask uh do you think he could ever win a ring like do you think there's a possibility of him getting real old and probably playing bench and winning a ring because he ain't doing it now he's not going to do it in his prime so what do you think i i don't see him winning a ring though like at all yeah <laughs> I don't, but I could see him going to the Knicks just because if the Knicks want to build their young core around mm -hmm. a star mm -hmm. and still keep drafting players like the Cavs yeah. have been. Well, the, like, the I could Knicks, see the Knicks realistically getting him. Yeah, the Knicks have been in a lot of talks I've seen just about moving stuff around, like actually doing stuff this offseason, which is very interesting because they they could – they could do something uh, pretty interesting. Uh, like if you move, like, so if you put Westbrook in as a starting point guard and then you move around a couple of those positions, uh, keep in Julius Randle in the starting five and you kind of get RJ shooting guard, that vibe. Like you, you got a pretty decent, okay team. 
Like I don't, See, I don't... that kid team in the East could maybe break 500, but yeah. not make the playoffs. Yeah, they, they could because it's a Westbrook. If you think it's a Westbrook, let like him by himself. Mm-hmm. That's already bumping it up. If it's just him, that's already bumping it up. Um, yeah, because then he'll probably average a triple double, which is crazy. Uh, <laughs> just casually average a triple double, but yeah. Um, if if he's like pissed off, he'll do really good next season. Like if he gets traded or uh goes to the Knicks or something and he's pissed off, they'll, they'll do actually pretty good. Um besides that, uh I don't think a Clippers is a good mix for him. I think the Clippers are dumb enough to make that decision to bring him on. I think they are. Um, but I don't think it would all in all work out in the end. Uh yeah, I don't get why people love Westbrook. I don't get why, like he's like he's not a bad player. It's just that he's toxic. Yeah, he's very. <laughs> he very, brings a very toxic good. environment. Like if you're that's why OKC is like, hey, we're gonna get rid of you. Yeah, like it, it's hard to keep him around if you're trying to be more than just a playoff team that kind of just dwindles and burns. <laughs> like he, you can't go past the the second round with just him and you can't do much with him and another star because they kind of contradict and push against each other unless they have a really really good relationship but as we saw with houston even westbrook even if they have a good relationship it's still they still just aren't all that so um i think mindsets need to change i think uh westbrook because he was very good with harden and kd and they did go really far but like I think he's been out of that loop of having this co-star and having this other teammate who's just as good as him. Um, I think he's been out of the loop for too long and he needs to either go away from that and just keep on doing his own thing or just realize that you got to play like it was back then. You can't keep on playing how you have been for the past few years. It's just not going to work out. So um, I want to go to Harden, which is a similar situation. (laughs) because they're both very uh uh one centric focused uh player type of people it's it's really interesting because they are they are the players in the league that are just like this is my team i control this team we won't get far in the playoffs but it is all about us like uh harden had cp3 for a while and that went really good uh he got injured but it was it did work really well, but he couldn't blend with him, and that's why he left, and it's a whole to-do. So it's so confusing to see how both of them are going to fare. Like, what what do you think will happen if Harden goes to Philly? Like, what's going to be the deal with that? So Harden-Philly, I can see Philadelphia giving up Embiid for Mm. Harden. Hmm. Almost just straight up, mm-hmm. unless they had other stuff. Yeah, because then that would give the center that would get the Rockets out of that big man swing, uh, yeah. small ball, small ball. Mm-hmm. And that would be almost a rest Westbrook, um, Embiid deal, yeah. though, which well, that could work. But I Embiid where you're coming might... from because that that makes actual total sense, and that would actually work out well for probably both teams. But and then the yeah the Sixers would have uh, shooting guard Harden and point guard Simmons. Yeah, like it, it it flows well, but the the problem is is that I what from what I'm hearing it's both of them leaving Houston. It's not like oh, one or the other, so. and it's also um, so Houston's about to crash and burn. Exactly, and it's also 76ers are actually focused on keeping Simmons and Embiid. Which is weird because there's also rumors and about trading for Harden. Exactly, that's the weird part because how are you supposed to keep that and then bring on? A I can see him giving up Tobias Harris, Al Horford. But think about it: if they like just if dump the up... rest of the roster, like what what else do you have? You can't just have three good players on a team. <laughs> that's the hard part about it. Like they, but Al Horford and Ari didn't work. Yeah, Tobias Harris worked, but. But do you think um, some team is just going to take Al Horford and Tobias Harris for James Harden, the MVP candidate for the last, what is it, three, four years in a row? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so that's, like, 
I don't. They, they would have well, to give up and so then much. they'll throw in their draft picks, and it still wouldn't be worth it. Like for for the um. Well, think about it. um the Clippers gave up five first round picks. Yeah, Shai Gilgis <laughs> Alexander uh-huh. and Daniel Gallinari for Paul George. Yeah, and Paul George and ain't else. even on Harden's level. So imagine what they'd have to give up. That would be crazy. But it's just hard to. It's almost like. Paul George set the bar for the asking price. Yeah. <laughs> and he set it way too high. Yeah, like just ridiculous. Um I I just don't see how that would work out with um Harden being on the level he is. I don't like it would be perfect for Philly to keep all their people and then add on to that James Harden, but I just don't see that as a realistic decision that could be made and um like dealt with like i don't see them right. dealing people out like that <laughs> especially if they're going for a, uh, championship aspirations um this upcoming season i just don't get it mm-hmm. so um yeah uh really really weird um <laughs> to stay on topic with rumors i don't want to go um to uh Kyle Kuzman yet but um Aaron Gordon is suspectedly Shut up. <laughs> um, Aaron Gordon going to the Bucks. That would be interesting because um so, I what do you think about Aaron Gordon? That. He is going to be a good player. He's a good NBA player. He's like he's like that solid role player almost. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the Bucks need. Yeah. Like at power forward. Yeah. So Think about that. You have that kind of big three of now Antetokounmpo, Middleton, and Gordon. Mm-hmm. This would also help if Antetokounmpo leaves. Now yeah. you have somewhat of role players. You just need Middleton to actually yeah. become a star. Well, after next season is when Giannis can leave and they can mess stuff up a ton. But um, this upcoming season, I just... I don't know. They almost need to just go all in. I don't know where Aaron Gordon comes in during playoff time. Like I, I have no idea what he can contribute in that as, in that sense. Like he's not that great, and uh, just a role player though. There's better people on the on the Magic than Aaron Gordon. Like I I just don't. But that might be the only one they could get with trading and. Mm -hmm. It it just makes no sense. Um. Also. Uh, from what I've been hearing a lot these past uh, like two, three days is Chris Paul in talks with um, who is it? It The Lakers, yes, but it's also um, no, it's the Lakers. So well, what's the deal with that? What do you know about that? So I'm going to just say this is going to happen. This is one of the rumors that's most likely going to happen because mm-hmm. LeBron, Chris Paul wants to play with LeBron. They're best yeah. buddies, like best buddies, best yeah. buds. And I just like I can see almost the Lakers giving up Kuzma for him, giving up mm-hmm. like some of their town, Danny Green. Yeah, they they could no give up a good all. chunk. Uh, if Rondo leaves, they should go with that totally. Like that would be a great situation for them to go from Rondo to Chris Paul, and um really he could really contribute to that uh that team and if um speaking of the next uh next rumor uh if Ibaka hops on in that too that would just kind of destroy that's a scary that would really just destroy the, the western conference Anthony Davis and Baca both are good at blocking mm-hmm no one's gonna make a layup. Like you'd have Chris Paul, and then um, well, you got to think of what they get rid of. But uh, Chris Paul, and then small forward, you could just have really anybody. LeBron could play small forward, shooting guard, or power forward. It's well, or point guard, or center. True, they they do move around. They do kind of vary all over the place. But uh, for just this purpose, it would be Chris Paul. Shooting guard would be kind of unknown for now. Um, Caruso or Caruso, Cuddle, unless sure. they get traded. KCP would probably get traded, but Caruso probably. And then small forward would go 
LeBron, LeBron power forward Sabaka. That would be crazy. But then again, their bench would just be gone. They get rid of McGee. They get rid of a, a ton of players. But um, it it would be it would be uh pretty good for them in the long run. I I think it would work out uh in a lot of ways. Um. Yeah, Ibaka going to the Lakers, just him alone, not even Chris Paul there, would just bump up the Lakers' value a ton. Because right. they're going to be the first seed, and now they're just now it's just on adding wins. on. Yeah, like Ibaka is a killer, and he he can do a lot of damage, especially instead of having Dwight Howard or Javel McGee at center, you can have Ibaka, and yeah, that that's crazy because they could switch out those power forward and center roles like all the time. And I would just right. mess with defensives. Um, now on to Kyle Kuzma, <laughs> who wants a giant uh, trade extension. Not trade extension. Uh, he wants a sizable deal, quote unquote. You just um, need to give him like $300 million. Like, come on. <laughs> for some reason. He averaged eight points per game uh, in the finals. Um, no, Nobody agrees with this and what should be done but my what favorite do you... twitter comment is have fun in detroit yeah do you do you think he can get it and what what what's the deal here he's State not obvious. gonna be a star ever he's just gonna be a role player okay. just gonna, like i don't think it's worth it they give him that big of a contract mm-hmm. i think he's worth like 10 million 15 million if that maybe that like i don't i don't even think it's like that. that's being generous he's still young but he's not really um he's not really improving Developed that much. as a star yeah uh <laughs> i just see this the knicks will give it to him and then the knicks posted rent free so <laughs> we'll we'll see what's doing there but um the coos is, is not um yeah i i don't see whatever I where do you think he'll go? Do you think he'll, uh, Detroit will take him? Detroit or Thunder? Because people Depends are saying which where the Lakers trade him. People are saying Detroit because of Derrick Rose going to the Lakers. But I, if they take Chris Paul, it will go to the Thunder. And if they he goes to the Thunder, I don't think the Thunder want him. Like if if they keep Gallinari, the Thunder will probably take Caruso. Well, the it's weird. If they take Caruso, then they have to take Kuzman. Who would be subbed out for Gallinari? So if Gallinari doesn't leave, why would you do that? Like I get Kuzman is young, but Gallinari is just like consistent, better, consistent. Yeah. So uh, I don't see the value in that. So if he goes to Detroit, he'll be teamed up with Blake and um, oh, a couple of young stars are actually pretty decent. Uh, but again, they'd be going up against younger, better teams in terms of. Uh, like ability like just yeah, uh prog- progression and stuff so um i don't i don't see a whole lot going down with that but it, it's interesting i guess i kuzman's obviously not going to get the deal if he just real if he just understands that he's not worth that much i think they want him to stay because i think they'll rely on the the um progression that he has or whatever but he's young so we'll see yeah. uh next i wanted to say <laughs> Jason Tatum saying, quote, uh, I want to win a championship and have the city of Boston love me. That sounds amazing. That sounds great. Um, mm, kind of sus. I don't think so. I, I, I'm i not <laughs> getting any uh, Kyrie saying he wants to spend the rest of his career here kind of vibes. I, I don't see that going down. Yeah, but, just uh, like us in Cleveland. He saw true. how that turned I, out. Exactly. Like He's like, yeah, I wouldn't have left if I knew LeBron was leaving, which makes no sense at mm. all. But um, yeah. Onto uh the the new start date and the situation and what what's gonna go down. What what do you think uh what do you think of the new um start date and the off season time frame? I think it's good. There's gonna be a lot of complaints because the Lakers and the Heat they don't have that much. Well, it's mostly the Lakers complaining. The Heat don't care. Yeah, the Heat don't care. They're they're they are a working team. They don't care at all. It's the Lakers are complaining though. It's not like they'll not play though. They'll mm-hmm. play. It's just they won't be happy about it. Yeah. Uh, now other teams get more rest. That means they got more practice though too. Yes. Yeah. So I expect 
I think there might be like a couple surprise teams this year. Well, that's where the weird part comes in because a lot of uh, writers from The Athletic, I was listening to a podcast earlier and they were talking about how um, this this time off was somewhat beneficial to the teams who didn't make it because they get that added bonus time of just working on their on their games and working and kind of growing their um, their uh, relationships within their teams and stuff. And especially like I go to the Bulls and them growing their relationships within the teams now getting their coach and kind of just working that all out and having time to do that. But a lot of people were saying for the really young players, like the rookies and um, second year players that coming back and going to the bubble, like was more beneficial because you get that real, like you worked on your game and you had that time, but you also get that in-game experience of like that real life feel of working on your stuff and improving. So they, um, a lot of writers said that uh, it was like their second year. And that's kind of the outcome. Like with Tyler Hero, he was very good in the regular season, but he wasn't as good as he was in the bubble. And the bubble was like his breakout second season, quote unquote, even though it's just the bubble. So who knows? We'll, we'll see how development works out in this upcoming season. But I think that that bubble played a huge factor in helping out these these young, young players like Shy, uh, Tyler Hero. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, yeah. It, it's, it's really interesting. Even though, um, though. This one team, um, the Hawks, mm-hmm. I would watch out because I think they could be t- potentially good. Yeah. Potentially. Especially, especially if they make some big trades. Or really bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We I think the, the Suns and the Hawks are the two teams that are like just putting out the word that they want to trade big. And that's kind of scary because um, if they trade big, they'll be good. Uh, yeah. Because they got that great talent. It's just got to just have that one more piece and um i think the 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 hawks are close but i think the suns are the closest to that because we've seen that they can just beat any team if they're feeling up to it but if they get another piece they can do that consistently so that's very very interesting um uh talk about the 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 suites the occupancy the all that situation so I wonder how many fans are gonna allow in. They, they, oh, they said like 15, 20%. They or... say actually uh dependent on where it is, and obviously, obviously it's dependent on the arenas, but they said the majority would be maybe twenty-five to fifty percent. So and I wonder how it was spaced. Like I know this whole COVID thing screws everything up. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if I don't know, this is the suites are probably going to be really expensive too. Oh yeah, they'll be crazy expensive, especially on Christmas Day. But we got to combine money <laughs> because combine the, the they they say they're making suites in certain um, uh, areas that don't have them, and then they're using this, utilizing the suites that are in uh, certain arenas. But um, I think it's very smart for them to do that because it it brings up. Uh, more now also but add some revenue too exactly it doesn't completely demolish these teams and their uh their revenue like they're they're yeah. saying they're saying that it it decreased their revenue by millions sure but at least they're getting some in like having these suites having this minimal occupancy which is what football is doing right now um it's it's very smart to kind of just kind of ease into it uh right. yeah i think it's a good idea what do you think yeah, I think it's gonna be a great idea for the NBA. Like, rather than having no fans and slowly watch your revenue diminish. Yeah. <laughs> well, f- fastly, if that's a word, it, it won't fastly, be slowly. <laughs> yeah, I think the NBA had to do it, or mm-hmm. they would have lost a lot of money for sure. Again. Uh, so. There's a ball numbers who I follow on Instagram. They talk about possible 2021 lineups for basically every team so far. And I sent you something about the Cavs, which would be interesting. And they said for point guard, Colin Sexton, shooting guard, mm-hmm. Kevin Porter Jr., as it is right now, uh, small forward, Gary Trenton Jr., power forward, Trevor Ariza, and then center, Tristan Thompson. And they said that they get those They're two strong. players for uh, a mock trade of uh, Kevin Love to the Blazers. What do you Where's think of Drummond? that? Because uh, Drummond's on the Cavs. I'd say he got that, um, and everything. 
they kind of messed up on that one. Because um, <laughs> uh, honestly, switch, if you add Drummond to that, switch out Tristan for Drummond. Drum, uh, yeah, Tristan that's not a bad. That's like a okay 500 team. Because mm-hmm. Trevor, that's two decent players for Kevin Love. Yeah, I think Gray Kent Jun- Trent Jr. Isn't he kind of young? Yeah, he's pretty young. He's he's good too. Just like, like all the Cavs players. Uh, <laughs> he's he's pretty decent. Um yeah, I think he'll be Trevor really Ariza, we know is like consistent. Mm-hmm. He's like Do you do you so think they break five hundred? Yes. I know we're gonna break five hundred even. Oh, even without that. that. <laughs> do you think you guys will make any trades? Uh, I can see us trading Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. And Tristan Thompson, okay. For for what? Tristan what you... Thompson to the Lakers for something. Oh, why I would like... you go to the Lakers, though? Because it's Tristan Thompson. Do you think the Lakers would like them? Like him? Because Bro, I, I he don't... wants to go back to his friend LeBron. Well, does LeBron want him back? That's the question. <laughs> Probably not. Okay. But also, I had the good bench center for the Lakers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Mike just fell. Um, oh, now into jersey talk. Uh, the Memphis jerseys are a go. Those are official, and they look really, really good. Um, besides that, the the Magic came out with a new jersey that look look pretty good. They kind of like an orange. Um. Oh, you sent me that, but I didn't get a chance to look at it because my internet was Yeah, they, they look pretty good. Uh, it's just uh, Orlando, just O-R-L, and then a star. Um, oh. It's just uh, multiple orange lines going down, then it's a bright white jersey. So I think it's pretty interesting. It doesn't look too bad, but obviously I wouldn't buy one. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't that great. Woj just said that James Harden and Russell Westbrook have expressed concern about the direction of the franchise through direct conversations or discussions with their representatives and the Rockets front office. Ooh, they are falling apart. Do you think do you think they'll leave together or do you think they'll leave separately and go to different teams? Leave separately and go to different teams because I don't think it'll work if they go even because we saw it didn't work. Like I think Westbrook will go to the Knicks or some team that needs a boost. Well, imagine if they just drop a bomb on us and Harden and Westbrook go to the Knicks. That would be crazy. Because the Knicks, like, the Knicks are in a phase where they can just give up anybody. Like at a certain point, they're, they're just <laughs> they're just willing to, to give up like their entire team for certain players. So, do you think that's a reasonable thing that if if they do it, will result in some? And be, keep in mind. Fred Van Vliet also is in talks, he's available. not in talks, but yeah. he's in, he's available. And people are saying he might look at the Knicks. He might look at several different areas. So what a little team the, up. Yeah. I could see that happening. If the Knicks had the cap space to pick him up after Harden and Westbrook. True. But they would be giving up a be- lot because he is a free. I think that <laughs> all the Knicks have the highest cap space available. Because they have so many young players. Look at the mic and speak into it. <laughs> but um, yes, the Knicks, uh, the Knicks are kind of in a good situation right now. They're not. They've gotten out of their phase of searching for picks and searching for the top pick, and they they are pretty um, devoted and focused to picking up some big people, but like actually making moves to do that instead of just not doing that completely so um yeah very very interesting all right time to talk about the calves everything calves lay it on me what what's what's your first thought when the nba championship okay let's do realistically <laughs> what's your first thoughts about next season realistically what trades can happen uh what you feel about the progression of your young players i've feel that that Kevin Love Portland trade is re- realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, and I can also see us trading Drummond even though we signed him. For who? He might go to, I think I saw, it was either the Celtics, the... Yeah. I forget, there was a couple other teams that like might have wanted him, but mm-hmm. I could see him trading those two, just trying to 
I don't know. We need. We can be good. It's just we have to stay healthy if yeah. we want Kevin Love and Drummond. Kevin Love's got to stay healthy. Has to um, if he wants to fill that star role on the Cavs. Yeah. Or we just trade him. Do you think um, like what what do you think about the improvement of your players like this offseason? What do you think is going to happen with that? Like uh, Sexton will probably take over the star role from Kevin Love. Okay. Because we I saw last year he was good. Mm-hmm. I feel like our other players that are younger will develop, but they won't develop to the best. They'll like they'll build that, that solid bench role or role player yeah. kind of role. They won't be like the star player. They'll just help fill up our bench. Cool. Cool. Do, uh, let's do um season predictions. What what you going with? How many wins, how many losses? It's Coming 72 from- games, right? Yes, 72 games. Quick math. Um, 30, 37, and 35. Ooh. Okay. Do you think they will make the playing game? I think they will make the playing game, but lose. Hmm. That's interesting. Who do you think they'll go against? Do you think they'll go against the, the They'll Bulls? go against one of the teams, either the Bulls, the Magic, the... Uh-huh. Uh, there's more. There's more, but they but they're not worried. Yeah, they're loose to one of them, but they'll make progress and almost make it. So cool, cool. Um, if if you're if you guys are smart, you'll you'll hang on to this core. Um, most most of the core, and then uh, and also draft since we have the fifth pick. Yeah, right now we're projected to get Obi Toppin. Interesting. Do you like Obi? Yes. Because he's at three point shooting forward. Oh, how how big? Uh, it just added up. No. I think he's like six nine, six ten though. Oh, he's pretty big for so power forward shooting. Yes. Wait. It doesn't say. Um, but yeah, he's pretty big and he can, but he's the guy out of Dayton who really led the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's six, nine power forward. Yeah. He, he could really, uh, so do he you can think, almost fill that role for Kevin Love? When do you he think leaves? if, uh, Kevin Love leaves or gets dealt out, do you think he can fill that role? Like to the point of them not having to bring in a power forward or something like that they can bring in other assets for the bench maybe or things like that i don't know though because he's a rookie so it could be like like he's really good or yeah it's it's all like you don't know until they get there (laughs) that's the hard right so i think we should almost just stick with kevin love and for you behind him and see what 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 to do during the season like Mm mm-hmm and if he does really well, we trade Kevin Love and get more aspects yeah. for the team to improve it. You guys just got to think long term. That's the hard part. Like if, yeah. if you guys take the gamble and put Obi in the in the starting five, and then kind of switch out Kevin Love and keep it because uh, that a, can destroy a rookie player. Yes, like, yes. But if you if you guys do it to where you kind of just switch him out every once in a while and keep it like a consistent rotation instead of just forcing him into the spotlight. Right. spotlight quote-unquote for the Cavs isn't really spotlight but um yeah uh that that would be interesting I think it would be good for him to improve in essence if you guys get a solid uh playoff team come next two years I think that would be a, a good situation for for your young players how, how young is uh Colin Sexton and um the other one Darius Garland <laughs> Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. yeah uh they're pretty young the the brother of michael porter jr <laughs> um 21 I, I, for sexton oh wow and kevin porter jr is 20 wow that's really young so they got a lot of time behind them and sexton's think- already good so like yeah very good actually do you think they will ever necessarily like do you think if next year doesn't go too great and you guys 
either do the same or like barely better do you think they'll, they'll I think try we and should get just out? keep the young core though well i we mean but keep the, that core yeah but do you think they'll try and get out after next year if you guys don't break 500 or like maybe get close and don't make the playing game or something like that what do you think they'll they'll exercise their options if they have any to to leave they do they have um they don't have player options they have team options mm. Guys, gotta watch out like that. So, gotta start doing good. (laughs) So, I think they could possibly, but if they see the team improving, I don't think they will. Mm -hmm. If they get the process like the Celtics players do, if they look at Boston and Mm -hmm. how those players waited for the process to develop, yep. Do you see any franchise players? Yeah, they, they, they could be good. Do you see them as franchise players? Uh, who, Sexton, who you, I see as a franchise player, but other than that, you think no. Sexton's loyal. You think he's like all that? Um, let's talk long term. <laughs> I I I think he will probably leave eventually because that's the thing in the NBA now. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully he leaves when the Cavs actually have good people. Yeah, so he doesn't like <laughs> someone base like around. Enough to where if he leaves, it ain't it, uh, hurt it in doesn't your heart. destroy us like LeBron left the two times. Mm-hmm. Two times he did you us. twice. Did you dirty twice? That's hilarious. But yeah, very very interesting. Um, I think the Cavs have the ability, just like basically every other team so far, to to kind of since this playing games here since the the East is kind of building up all around us. Um, I think they have the ability to do some, not damage, but do some, make some waves uh, with the playing game. Make some dents. Make some dents. Like if your car doesn't really get hit that bad, you just got a little baby scrape and a dent in it. They could, they could do that. Um, I want to go. Hey, to- we were down 30 in the fourth quarter to the heat and one. Or th- like the second half, we were down by thirty and one. We <laughs> beat the team. That, you're holding on to that one game last season. We beat the team that made the finals. That was one game. What out of what? Sixty six games. That was one game. <laughs> Bruh. Anyway, on to the the if you're stupid segment. What, what's your pick? We got we got a lot of rumors going around, so it might be a little easier this this episode. It's going to be if the, the if Westbrook goes to the Clippers. Really, if the Clippers pick up Westbrook, because that means <laughs> they're going all in. They're trashing everything. Yeah, come play. Like regular season, they'll do amazing, but come playoff time, it would just be horrible and hard a to mess. watch. Especially if they play like the Nuggets. Or even the Jazz. Like, if they play the Jazz and they have that group, that would just be horrible for them. Like, the West is good from 1 to 8. It's the West gonna is be good, good from 1 playoffs. to 10, bro. One to, yeah, like... <laughs> like, Grizzlies, Portland, and the Suns are kind of that bottom three. Well, not bottom three, but, like, 10, 9, and 8. That's, like, that's very you good. You put them in the East, they're going to do, like, maybe 5, 6, 7, mm-hmm. 4, like, yeah. potentially 4, but, like... That's gonna be a good West. Yeah, I think it'll be a very stupid decision if if he goes to the Clippers or any, even if I think it's a st- more more stupid. It would be a a crazy stupid decision by the management of the Clippers to take him on. Not necessarily him choosing the Clippers because I think as a player he could be like, yeah, I want to run a championship and these guys are really good. But the management taking him on would be just so dumb. Like, especially with them losing their losing their coach and then with them kind of starting new in a sense. And uh, that would just be so dumb. Um, And they would crash and burn the playoffs, which would be hilarious, if not sooner. Um, My pick for the, if you're stupid segment. um, I don't know. It would be, it would probably be the same one, but I want to say if Houston really just gets rid of both, well, it doesn't get rid of, but let go of Harden and Westbrook. I know they got to get rid of one, and I'd rather them get rid of Westbrook. But um, 
I just, I, I don't get it. Like if they, if they literally just let them both go and they let them both go to either Philly or a, a competitor, that would just be so dumb and, and literally make no sense to me. So um, yeah, both, both very stupid decisions by the, by the Houston Rockets and possibly the 76ers or whatever. I always got to bring in the 76ers when we're talking stupid decisions, but um, <laughs> let's go to winter bust. Uh, let, let me give you a team. I want to say, since we've got all of this movement going around, um, let's go. Do you think the 76ers can make a title run with this big no, three? I'm just going <laughs> to no. With this big three of Embiid, Simmons, and um, Harden. Harden. If they, if they no. are able to make that happen, and if they somewhat get along, do you think they can do it? They will get stopped by the Celtics, the Heat, or the Boston, or um, Bucks. Yeah, or the, the Kryptonite will kill them eventually. The, the Celtics will come and get yeah, them. I don't... Because <laughs> I think those those teams already built a whole chemistry together, like Boston oh, yeah. and Miami already mm-hmm. built chemistry together. Like, like they almost beat the um, Heat. Yeah, but yeah, I think the Celtics are our Heat are gonna beat them. Yeah, that Heat culture will come and bite them. <laughs> like I, so I, don't, I don't. It it's hard because I see the, I see the Heat beating out the nets i see the heat beating out pretty much oh every... and you have the nets too exactly I can't i remember the nets they're so they weird. always like i see the heat literally beating out probably every team in the east besides possibly the celtics if they get their stuff together like if if the heat literally just stay the same they will be <laughs> probably the best team in the east hot take in terms of because of defense and culture defense heat culture and the bench like they literally probably have the best um bench and probably the entire league in terms of they know their roles they know they're not the best players but they know how to contribute in different ways and their starting five is just a killer and we still are everybody's forgetting that these um rumors that were way long time ago and now that we have uh, free agency coming up and all this stuff that Victor Oladipo might go there. We got um, Embiid, who's kind of just uh, okay, okay. tweeting out no. stuff like, all I know is pain and all this stuff. <laughs> like um, Embiid's a different creature. Like Jimmy Butler attracting people to this team will be crazy for the Heat long term because they're all young. They are all um, have this mentality that they can just do whatever they want. Uh, they're all in amazing shape like uh yeah and i saw imagine i remember at the beginning of the year i forget who it was but they said that the heat would do bad because jimmy butler's not a leader he's not a he's too toxic (laughs) some lady some lady i think it was a i don't think it was candace parker but it was some lady uh who was talking about how jimmy butler was just going to miami to uh go on vacation (laughs) to just enjoy the miami life and not really do much with the with the team there and then he just goes out and makes the finals but um i imagine Embiid going to the heat and Embiid had problems with getting in shape had problems with kind of wanting this like wanting these wins and stuff because if he wasn't at right. home he would kind of suffer and all this stuff so imagine him going to the heat and being in amazing shape having the heat culture just affect him <laughs> that's really a thing this mentality around him that would be crazy like because then you'll get prime and bead who's exactly. really good like he's he's dropping 30 even when he's like sad and out depressed so and out of shape like Imagine if he was playing big minutes in shape and just destroying the East. That would be scary. Because then I'd get Embiid at center, power forward, bam, small forward, Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. shooting guard, hero, point guard, Kendrick Nunn, or Dragic. Uh, Dragic. But that's crazy. And then you have the backup, which is Nunn, Tyler Hero, um, Kelly Olynyk, who's doing very good. Uh, 
Potentially Oladipo. Potentially Oladipo. Um, Iguodala. Who, who Iguodala. Uh, Jamal Crawford. No, not Jamal Crawford. I keep on messing up his name. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. Like, it just goes on and on and on. So, I see them just, like, if they have that lineup, who do you think they'll beat out in the East and probably everybody? <laughs> I see <laughs> them beating out the Bucks easily, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, even with Giannis healthy, I see them beating out um, the Raptors, the, the Raptors, Nets. Really. They can lock them, down the Nets. I see them locking down the Nets, probably pushing. Unless a the Celtics get a bigger center. If the Celtics make the right moves, which I think they will, I think that will be the, their closest contention to winning the East. And it's stressful because you, it's all up to what the Celtics do in terms of how they move their players around. Because the situation right. the Celtics are in is not the best situation. They they are kind of just in in a certain limbo that they put this themselves into in terms of money and um, these weird contracts. So well now um, and also you're gonna have the same problem that some of these teams are, where you're having all these young players developing, and mm-hmm. now all of a sudden they're gonna want money for doing players, so yeah. they're gonna have to start hanging out contracts. Well, it, it's hard, especially in the, the center position. Like, that is such a wonky situation for the Celtics and probably most of the league. Um, it, Who don't have Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns. Exactly. Like, that's basically it. Um, oh, Minnesota. What is going on there? What people are really, I think, sleeping on Minnesota. Where do you think they'll end up next year? Win or bust? Um, I think that Minnesota – potentially could get 11 or 10 just okay. because people are underrating D'Lo mm-hmm. and it currently towns and now you add Anthony Edwards or LaMelo or and you also have their young players that they already had yeah that could be a decent team like 11 or 10 in I, the west I think higher like they are in the west but they they have this I'm still waiting for Cat to actually do good yeah, or like well, he's like actually lead a team. True, true. Because um, I could see D'Lo popping off. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, like if it's Brooklyn D'Lo, that's gonna be good. Very, very good. Um, like he's people forget that he's consistent. He's good. He's consistent. It's just there's a mess with mm-hmm. people wanting him around the league. So I I don't know what would come of that and um. I see them as being probably 10, 9, or maybe even the 8th seed if if some teams just crash and burn. Like, yeah, if, the Rockets. Like, if the Rockets get rid of both their, both their people. That opens up another spot. That, that opens mm-hmm. up another spot completely. Like, they're not making the playoffs. So, that that is really interesting to see how that goes down. Um, a little off topic. Um, so, yeah, uh, give me one for win or bust. Dallas Mavericks if they pick up Go Gobert, Gogurt. Gogurt. Um <laughs> if the Mavs pick up Gobert, well, that would be so you saw Porzingis's power forward. Boban would kind of get pushed around. Would be, yeah. Um center will be Gobert and shooting guard would be Luca. Point guard would be Luca. Wait, shooting guard would be Luca. Point guard would be John Brunson. Yeah, I was gonna I say uh, small forward. Well, Luca can literally play one, two, and three guard are small fire. Yeah. yeah. But, um, which you will play. And then they have a good bench, like a really good bench um, <laughs> that people don't realize. Uh, yeah, they got a lot of people who you just like don't even know their name, but they are good. Like just solid Seth Curry. Oops. Well, everybody knows Seth Curry, but I mean, <laughs> the other ones. And, um, they, they showed it in the playoffs that they are a really good deep team. That if they just add one more piece, they'll be very good. But I don't know what they give up for Rudy. I, I see it if they get Rudy, I see that as a total win, and I see them as pushing uh, to the likes of the Nuggets. I see them pushing to possibly beat the Nuggets, and um, they would beat the Clippers. Yeah, I, I think basically any most most teams can beat the Clippers if the Clippers don't just freak out and yeah, pandemic P. If they don't have pandemic P, I see. Well, if they do have pandemic P, I see 
the majority of the West probably beating them in a seven game series, mm-hmm. which is sad to say because they got good talent. But um, yeah, the the Mavs, I see them as making the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers if if they if they add this piece and if everybody stays healthy because they got to stay healthy if Porzingis doesn't come back the same or better that's a problem if Luca right tweaks something or something goes down if Luka gets hurt they're done yeah that's basically it but if if Luca can stay healthy if Porzingis can just be what he was in New York they just be amazing. Yeah. Right. But again, injuries. And if Rudy does his defensive player of the year stuff, if he focuses just on defense, because they got the offense, they will be very, right. very good. I don't know if they beat the Lakers. I don't think anybody would beat the Lakers, even with their like it with what they're talking about with the trades. I don't think anybody's gonna ever beat the Lakers in the next like two years. Until but LeBron until Le- until LeBron leaves or they just LeBron's got to retire in LA. I already can tell you that. Oh, for sure. But if if they're veterans, or Cleveland, oh. no, I'm <laughs> not coming back home again. Uh, yeah, I, I I see them as a total win if they sign Rudy and they stay healthy. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I think like because that adds a defensive edge also to them that Luca and Porzingis also need to develop a little bit, so that uh, had mm-hmm. some defensive help. So I can see them making the second round or maybe the conference finals. Mm-hmm. It, it's. Do you think they can still health, stay healthy though? Because Chris Epps is injury prone, which is sad. Luca uh, didn't I didn't really they, injure himself uh, that bad. Yes, if Porzingis. Because also that also lifts off. Porzingis probably doesn't have to play that many minutes mm-hmm. in order if Rudy's there. Yeah. Because if he plays more minutes, that's more injuries. Like he won't have to play as many minutes until he gets to the playoffs. If they kind of um, coddle him until the playoffs, mm-hmm. which I see happening because the reason why Porzingis comes in is because they need a a, a big guy. <laughs> like sometimes – Sometimes it's not. Sometimes they need shooting and stuff, which he can do. But sometimes it's just they need someone big to come in and mm-hmm. play some defense. So it, they could probably move him around and switch him out a lot, which I, I see happening. So, yeah, very interesting. We didn't really do a top 10 dive today because we talked about the Cavs, and they are not top 10 at all. But, yes. Yes, they are. I see the Cavs as breaking 500 if they make the top right 10 moves. in my heart. In your heart, yes, of course. But. <laughs> their gm is just weird and hard to understand we need to get rid of our owner he needs to go <laughs> away he's the reason he lebron keeps get going away because uh, lebron didn't get along we'll see we'll see what happens next season we'll see what happens in the future but yes um this has been whatever episode of the double driven podcast Ninth. i think 10th but we'll see Ninth. Uh, Okay, we missed an episode last week. Whatever, but we're back. Um, We'll be back again. Uh, We'll record Friday, post Saturday as usual. And yeah, good stuff. Peace. Peace. Drop.